Hey everyone, welcome to London Tuesdays, the hot single podcast in your area. This is Dennis on, well, it's not really in your area now, is it? Because I'm not in London. But anyway, it's December 29th, 2020, and Merry Christmas to all of you, you filthy animals. (laughs) I hope you had great holiday, I hope you celebrated well, and I hope you had amazing presents from your significant other or your significant parents. I myself am really happy with the present I got this year. I got a signed book by Robert Harris. Remember that book I was talking to you guys before? Well, basically, this is the third and final book of the trilogy. And my parents were nice enough to actually get me the cool edition, the nice-looking one. And surprise to all of us, it was signed by the author. So my Christmas morning started off very well. And then we had great lunch, great dinner, and my dad and I then later played World of Warcraft together. (laughs) So if there was going to be an award for, like, uh, the nerdiest Christmas, I think I got it. But the important thing is that I enjoyed it, and that's all that matters, and I don't care about anyone else's opinion, and neither should you. Well, this is a season where everybody is busy, me, myself included. I'm really sorry because this episode will be very, very short. I didn't really have uh, time to think of anything for this episode. You know, Christmas holidays, I had to do a lot of things. I'm back in Cyprus, so I had to see a few people. Even though I'm apologizing for the fact that this episode is going to be very short at the same time, this is the best gift I can give you. I'm sure there was at least one person listening to this thinking, really, I have to listen to his voice a few less minutes than usual? Oh no, how can I... how can I live with that fact? And as bad as that sarcasm may be, I appreciate it and I understand it. One thing I'm all about is bad sarcasm. So back to the episode, I really hope that your Christmas went well. I hope your Christmas Eve was just as joyous. I hope you had a lot of drinks, because, you know, this time everyone has a proper excuse to drink. And hopefully you didn't get a piece of coal in your stocking. But who knows, maybe Santa saw you not wearing a mask and thought, you know what, this person doesn't deserve a present. A piece of coal it is. You know what would be funny if that um, environmental activist Greta Thunberg... I might be pronouncing her name wrong, but you know who I mean. Imagine if she got a piece of coal for Christmas. (laughs) Not only would she be upset about the fact that she did not get a proper present, and she was on Santa's bad list, but on top of that, a piece of coal to get it, you pretty much have to screw the environment even further. And those are the things I think about. What do you think would be the best present for her, like a solar panel? (laughs) Imagine she's dating someone in the future, and then it's like a five-year anniversary, so you know you have to get something good. (laughs) So the guy pulls up like a wind turbine that powers the coffee machine, and she's so happy, she's like, ah, finally I can have cappuccinos in the morning, and he says, no, 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 this machine only makes lattes. So she pulls out her famous phrase, how dare you? Is this, is this even funny? Why are you guys listening to this? Oh wait, because I asked you to. (laughs) Anyway, we have a few minutes left, let's bear through them. Let's get back to the real Christmas stuff. Was your Christmas dinner awesome? Mine was. But we had a lot of laughs at our table about the Christmas Eve dinner that we had. So my mother, who's an amazing cook, best cook on the planet, unbiased opinion, 100%. So, she heard from her co-worker, like, this recipe, this new recipe she wanted to try out. 
So this English coworker told my mom that for Christmas they usually have a glazed gammon. So he shared the recipe with her, which is like um, a giant piece of gammon that you boil and then you glaze it with maple syrup and stuff and then you put it in the oven. Now just the sound of something with maple syrup in the oven sounds great, right? But then it just ended up like a piece of ham as the main dish. So we were having like these amazing side dishes. And for any Russian speakers, you know when I say that our salads can pretty much establish world peace. And in the middle of the table, the main course was gammon, which was basically slices of ham. I joked with my mom saying, okay, shall we get like the cheese platter out? Just for the sake of saying that we're having ham and cheese for Christmas Eve. And you know, we were all laughing about this because we knew that it would turn out this way, but uh... You know, she said, well, this guy suggested it, you know, he said that they always do this in England. They always cook something like that. And I said to my mom, yeah, if there is one nation we have to look for an inspiration for cuisine, it's England. <laughs> I'm sure there is one person in particular right now listening to this, hating me right now for what I just said. But let's face it, using England as an example for cuisine is like using Ukraine as an example for perfect democracy. I'm not saying either of them are bad, I'm just saying that those examples are equivalent and it's up to you to think whether they're bad or not. But that aside, you know, the dinner overall was great, mainly because of the side dishes. Um, and the Christmas dinner, oh. An Eastern European feast has no equivalent. Because Eastern Europeans, they have worked for generations, nay centuries to establish a formula how to put the most amount of delicious food that would go well with alcohol. Don't forget that this is the part of the world where the periodic table was invented. So these scientific geniuses thought of a way how to make every single dish work as a side dish and at the same time as a main dish. Don't tell me that there is no Eastern European here that hasn't had Olivier for breakfast, lunch, or dinner on the same day. You know, I love the holidays because that is the only time of the year where I can eat salads and meat and pieces of cake for breakfast and not feel guilty. There is a special beauty to it. Don't get me wrong, I still do it like on other times of the year, but at least this week I'm not feeling guilty about it. Uh, shout out to my German friend, by the way, who sent me a couple of gifts a bag of cookies that he made with his grandma, and flavor infusions for gin and tonic cocktails. Because if there is one combination I love the most, it's grandma's cookies and gin and tonic. Weird stuff like that makes my day all the time. But the New Year celebration is coming up and there is another feast ahead, and I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Because I already know what the menu is going to be. And I was given the the difficult task of going to a cover shop and buying the champagne for the evening. The struggles I must go through, the obstacles I have to overcome just to, just for a memorable dinner. Such a tough life, Dennis. You have such a tough life. One thing I was really disappointed about is that not as many people had, like, Santa face masks. You know, I, I feel like they could have combined Christmas and Covid together much better. 
like for example governments making um commercials that if santa wants to deliver presents he has to get vaccinated like i know it's stupid but i love to see stuff like that it's just you know the simple things in life all right anyway i'm sorry i didn't have any jokes planned out for this week i um i really didn't have time i was trying to enjoy myself while at the same time studying for the exams it's a paradox but uh that is what life is after all a giant paradox and this is why i'm not going to be a philosopher anyway uh i was too busy and i hope you are too if anything you should stay away from these podcasts for a while because you know you should enjoy yourself instead of listening to me talk to your family instead of some ukrainian guy who moved to cyprus and then to london oh and just before i close off this episode there is this new like it's not really a film it's like a mockumentary on netflix it's literally called death to 2020 and it's made by the people who made the black mirror and they got celebrities to act like you know scientists and historians and they pretend to talk about the year 2020 and what happened uh from a perspective of like you know in a few years time when we have enough time to look back at things and it's actually really funny so if you watch anything in the next week i would suggest that right i'm off to play some more world of warcraft which leads me to another paradox you know playing world of warcraft while having a girlfriend <laughs> so yeah have a great tuesday merry christmas and happy upcoming new year guys and girls and everyone in between or undecided and wilson <laughs> bye everyone